Previously on Pufwa Exchange. Welcome to the Pufwa Exchange, everybody. I'm Ryan. And I'm Jen. On the Pufwa Exchange, we are going to branch out into many different areas. Buffy. Firefly, we're doing... Battlestar Galactica. Battlestar Galactica. I would love to do West Wing. Can we do The Office? You know, one week we may do a commentary on Heroes. Next week we may come back and discuss... Mr. Darcy. Darcy. I said Darcy. You you said Darcy. Jen just developed a speech impediment. I think we should discuss discuss the uh, effects of Frito from Godfather on modern literature and We TV. may do that, and I would I would join in in that discussion if I had any idea what the hell Richard was talking about. He may come back and discuss those infomercials, the play in the sci-fi channel at 3 o'clock in the morning with the guy with the bald spot who goes on and on about the damn food processor. And the Set it and forget it? Yeah, and the blonde woman who's like, tell me how it works! Like, she's not being paid $18,000 to stand there and look like a cat's head. <laughs> can't forget Farscape. <laughs> Uh, Canaveral? What about when he scams out of the stock market all that He month? didn't scam it out. He did not. Yeah, he did. He got the insider tip. No, he didn't. Mike, did you even watch the episode? I just want to know how naive his family has to be for him to be like, yeah, I've got a paper conference in India this week. Claire, I've taken care of everything. Believe me, I work in the paper business. This scene right here demonstrates the need to have a prenup. That's a puppet. <laughs> yes, P.S., that is not an actual actor. What's a kid going to learn from someone who decided his best option in life was to become a teacher? The Da Vinci Code. I read the books and went, oh, that's a nice story, and put it down. Everybody knows that people in Texas don't have perfect teeth. If they have teeth at all. I make kids wonder. I make them question. I make them criticize. I make them apologize and mean it. You're crazy, but I'll watch your kid anyway for free, like I always do, even though I'm a non-character. Even though the mob is looking for you and your kid. Hey, but Micah can get her free pay-per-view, though. I make them write, write, write. The next thing I know, I'm having all these off-the-wall comments. So do you beat yourself to get rid of your sin? (laughs) He's like, you need to let your father go. He died ten minutes ago. He has a bow tie. I make a goddamn difference. Now what about you? Pilot's very militaristic in this one. He's like, attention! (laughs) I know! (laughs) Later on, he's like, good day. Incoming fleet, prepare for Starbucks. I personally don't want to get busy amid buckets of pine salt. Really? Nothing turns me on like the smell of ammonia. O'Brien is just a yutz in this episode. He breaks the Enterprise. <laughs> and Kira is in with the orb like, mm, oh, <laughs> <laughs> My generation is more colorblind. Please tell me my destiny. I'm a kid with a soccer ball. Fight. <laughs> the race riots in LA? I don't remember. I don't remember the O.J. Simpson trial. And Dargo has a headband. <laughs> it makes them feel pretty. Breaking Dawn, I was there at the bookstore at midnight to get my copy of the book. He's standing there looking down at the screen, talking to Spock. I'm like, all Spock could see was your crotch. He's naked. <laughs> there were girls there that I swear they could not have been older than nine or ten. Their moms had read the first three books with them and thought this next book is going to be just like it. No. I think there's a very good horror writer trapped in this woman who is longing to get out. He would be oh. jello on the side of the wormhole. There's no way that thing was built to sustain this. When they lean against the shuttle, it like caves in. <laughs> this thing was made of plywood. There are a lot of very graphic sex scenes in a lot of fan fiction and you go back and you look at these authors' profiles and they're like 15 and 16 years old and if this is what you think sex is like, we as a society are going to have a big problem. Three, two, one, click. Hey, you stupid thing, start! Okay, why don't we go back <laughs> to the main menu? And now, the Pufwa Exchange. 
Welcome back to the Plifwa Exchange. This is Ryan. This is P.S. And this is Julia. Julia's on Oxy at the moment. Oh, yeah, it's We great. just want to share this with people because we haven't had a drug story in the Plifwa community in a mm-hmm. while. You know what's awesome what's is that the other day I actually went to the hospital with this pain, and as the nurse was, like, flushing morphine into my system, I was like, huh, I should podcast. Both the nurse and my mother were like, you should what? I gave points to Gryffindor for Julia mentioning the podcast in the emergency room. I thought that was wonderful, and that was devotion to duty, so so we gave some points up for that one. Because we have have Julia on drugs at the moment, we've decided to watch Best West Wing Webisode. We are watching the Best (laughs) West Wing Webisode. It's a secret band of white This evening, while we are drugged out of our... P.S., by the way, hello. How are you? Hello. I'm fine. I'm well. So tonight we are watching Celestial Navigation. It has to be probably the best West Wing episode of the first season because it makes me want to wet myself, and that's always a good sign. Totally. I totally. love this episode. This, is, this episode is just amazing. It is guest starring Bill Adama from Battlestar Galactica, so expect some references. Shut up your ass. Now, per our norm with West Wing, because unfortunately the DVD box set was designed, if Rena were here, by people with the IQ of hammers. So what happens is to watch the episode, you have to select it from the DVD menu, which is um, on the first season, we're on disc two, side B, pick Celestial Navigation. And then you have the five-part summary of the show, which spoils every major plot device in the show. So you see where Barlow is assassinated and, you know, everything that happens during the course of the episode in advance to save Mm -hmm. you from undue stress. So we are going to be putting our cursors on a judge jailed, which gives away the major plot device of the first act. And Julia there was celebrating by smacking her mic repeatedly. Actually, I was celebrating by scratching my ear. Okay. Don't scratch any part of your body nor move the next hour. We are going to put our little cursors on a judge jailed, in case you didn't want to know that, a judge is apparently jailed during the course of this episode. Bartlett in Act 2 will be trying on new shoes. CJ, unfortunately, does not like the shoes and comes up with a secret plan to switch the shoes on Bartlett, which unfortunately is pinned on Sam, who is later arrested at the Wesley Police Station and is freed by Admiral Bill Adama of the Battlestar Galactica, with the assistance of Toby and credits. So, let's see how good I did. We're putting our cursors on a judge jailed. And we are going three, two, one, click. And Julie is on Oxy right now. She's like, ooh, ooh very nice. <laughs> Actually, I was really talking to Itai right before we started, and he says hello. Hello, Itai. Ah, and here we are introduced to everyone. Charlie and Zoe! Yay! That, that must have been apparently before they sleep together. Yes. I thought you were the <laughs> butler. <laughs> I love that guy. I can't remember his name. Lord John Marbury. I love Lord John Marbury. He's hilarious. Gerald! 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 I love the episode where he comes back in the seventh season, and, um... Oh, what the hell is he <laughs> He's... And CJ's introducing herself. He's like, cutthroat, you Americans. A man has a heart attack and you demote him. (laughs) Driving in disorder. Can I just point out the fact that only in the West Wing universe would... would, Actually, no, I shouldn't say this because Rudy Giuliani did it. If you're in the middle of giving a speech... Why would you be like, oh, I'm sorry, I need to take this call and, like, leave everybody and, like, go off? And t- like, Rudy Giuliani did that, and I think it was, um, I think it was a ploy to get support, and I'll put it this way, you ever hear of President Giuliani? 
Um, I have not. Didn't work too well then. Wasn't he? Wasn't he that guy who had something to do with nine eleven? I think so. There was a noun of urban nine eleven. Yeah. Okay. Now that we've hung on to the uh, northeast of our listener base, let's yeah proceed with. Didn't this happen to CJ once in one of the later seasons? Yes, she's giving a speech at her right at her high school reunion, high school reunion and reunion her phone rings, and she has to answer it. Yeah, they bombed Israel, I believe, and she had to. There's events throughout the world. There's assassinations. There's bombings. I thought that was odd that they would like call her back right away for that. Must have been important. Yeah, I just I yeah. thought that was interesting. But we're not watching that episode. We are watching Celestial Navigation. This is true. And Josh does not have any mic problem. Clearly, he is not a poor host. He has like the largest forehead in the world. <laughs> he does. <laughs> does. <laughs> Probably, you could, like, draw, like, if it was a football game, you could draw the entire offensive line on that for I know nothing about what I'm talking about. They have offensive lines in football, right? Uh, maybe? Yeah. Yeah, well, well, That's the kind of point of football, I think. Right, well, you have he, to, like, you have to defend against the line that's coming at you wanting to score with yay, the football. Yay, that's how I feel about she on a daily basis. She, what do you think of the chapters? I think this author should die. Oh crap! All right, edit. And I just want to say that Friday nights in Connecticut are really not as dull as Sam and Toby are making it out to be. These people have never been to Connecticut. I live here. It's really not so bad. I've driven through Connecticut many times. I've driven through Connecticut too. Well, P.S. Yeah. was aiming for Canada at the time, unfortunately. She was driving in the wrong direction. Ah. I might have missed Connecticut that time, actually. P.S. I think I might have gone directly to through New York. P.S. Mr. Exit, driving from Brooklyn to, uh, from Brooklyn, driving from Boston to Maryland. She ended up in Anchorage, I believe. It was actually the other That's way around. Nice. I was telling about, because it was because I got turned around in Pennsylvania. Can I just point out in this episode when Sam recounts exactly how um, Justice... Oh, no, he's not even the Justice... What the hell is the guy's name? Uh, Bill Dunlap. What's his Mendoza. name? Mendoza. 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 Yeah, it, it just cracks me up. He's, like, recounting the entire trip that Mendoza needs to take to get home from Canada. And I'm like, I drive to work, and I get lost, and I have to, like, make a U-turn. Like, Sam is MapQuest in this episode. Uh, yes. Maybe I think I should hire Sam to... I think we all... ...be my personal chauffeur, well, so Sam, I don't... You know, I'm just going to hire Sam whenever I have to drive in Boston, because I have yet to do that without getting lost at least once. Oh, just take the tea. I could, but I once managed that? to get lost in driving in Boston. I got lost going around the block three right, times. This is Pope block. right here. This is our little community. There's a schedule. It starts out, you know, you, you've, you've got it down to a science, and it's blown to hell within 25 minutes. Yep, sounds about right. Yeah. What is he supposed to be, anyways? Are they, like, taping a TV special, or is no, this, like... No, I think he's speaking in, like, a college or something, isn't Yeah, he? I think he's a guest but lecturer. No, but, I mean, isn't he supposed to stand up and t- make a speech, not, like, sit and chat with this dude? No, every once in a while they do, they do this format. They have you... They have to be, like, an interview in front of people, then the audience gets to jump in and ask questions. I have never seen anything like that. It reminds it's, me of... Like, what's the thing on Bravo? Inside the Actors Studio. Mm-hmm. That's why I am James Lipton. A dense disappointment, or me being stupid. <laughs> I don't think this it was as much my fault this, so is as literally, it was this is literally behind the scenes of Pirate Weekly. This is, well, except with the presidency being involved. And 
I'm beating your confidence. This is just like football because it's like we're having the podcast, which is equal to him being on the talking to people thing, and then they're having a problem, which is equal to the firm crashing. This is wonderful. This is yes. Yeah. On the on the evening that we're recording this episode, the, the Parfic Weekly website is crashed. I've been on the phone with Tech Support nine times. I think I'm now weekly married to one of the guys from Tech Support. Mazel tough. Oh, thank you. That sounds like fun. <laughs> you can always count on Julia for a Mazel tough at any opportunity. That's true. Except for when people are pregnant. And by the way, I'm sorry that I lost you that five bucks. I'm like, five bucks, she mazel tops, and she comes up with, like, the, with the Jewish pregnancy. Welcome. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, wonderful, thank you. We say Basha'a Tova, because you don't want to count your chickens before they hatch, mazel, so to speak. Like a mazel top would have really killed you. So this is, I brought this, brought this up in the last West Wing podcast. Apparently, somewhere in here, they switch sets, and it's like a week and a half later, and yeah. Yes. When I die. I love that Sam is like Mr. Oral Hygiene. are your friends. You take care of them, they'll take care of you. I just want to say I went to the dentist last week and I have to have my wisdom teeth taken out and the first thing I thought of was CJ. I'm like, I need a secret <laughs> plan to fight inflation. <laughs> just in totally case it comes right up. After. Just in case it comes up at work. Oh, totally. You know, I had my, my wisdom teeth taken out. They gave me Vicodin. It was very nice. Danielle had her wisdom teeth taken out. She looks like Dick Nixon for like three days after that. It was awful. She I don't like have yeah, the wisdom teeth out because if my, when my wisdom teeth come all the way in, they'll actually close the space that the braces couldn't close. Uh, congratulations. Mazel tov. Mazel tov. Mazel tov. If I do enough of these, I'm going to be Jewish by the time this is all over. Sweet. We'll have you talking like a yid before we're done. Is this the episode where she brings up Link? Oh, no, I'm sorry. That's the, the different one. This one where she brings up Abraham Lincoln. And, the, you know, someone brings up Lincoln, and she's like, Abraham Lincoln? And someone else is like, no, Burt Lincoln. And it just made me laugh like six hours. <laughs> I don't think it was this episode. No, it wasn't. Hey, look, is Mandy actually doing something, you know, helpful? Huh. We'll screw that one up pretty good. Yeah. They have a lot of continuity problems, you know, just keeping track of who is the secretary of what. They have, like, mm-hmm. 27 attorney generals, 14 secretaries of labor. Um, they, they retcon it. They have Nancy McNally be the national security advisor since Bartlett comes into office, but in this season, the secretary of housing and urban development is the highest-ranking black woman in the Bartlett administration. Perhaps, no, I got nothing. I was going to come up with some, like, off-the-cusp explanation, but then I realized that I don't have one. Every time, because Marvin Chain has, which is not even close to his real name, by the way, one of his mm-hmm. arms is substantially shorter than the other, so he adjusts his walk so you wouldn't even be able to tell. I, like, stare at him, and I, like, study him trying to find the short arm, and I never do. I don't either. But I think it's really cool that that's how he puts on this jacket. Oh, that's his own thing. When Martin Sheen puts a jacket right. on, he, like, decapitates anyone within a four-inch period of... Like, watch him, he does this. Yes. Awesome. Actually, you know what's really cool was um, um, the season finale... The season finale of season two, um, what's it called? Two Cathedrals, mm-hmm. which is when they had the flashback thing. Yes. Um, I believe Aaron Sorkin was, like, wetting himself in excitement by the fact that he was going to get to do a flashback that went from present-day Jed Bartlett to past-day Jed Bartlett. 
past Jed Bartlett putting on a jacket. He was very excited. I wonder how many jackets the new kid ripped. I don't actually think I want to know, but I'm sure it was many. You didn't answer the question. (laughs) (laughs) I was hoping you wouldn't notice that. (laughs) There's no press secretary in the room. Yes. I think the short arm is his right arm. Really? I'm inclined to think it's the left. (laughs) Denny, (laughs) I'm sure there was the answer to some question, just not mine. (laughs) The building is on fire. (laughs) (laughs) The one thing about, you know, obviously the West Wing is a very... um, it's a very hopeful view of politics. You would never have a White House senior counselor saying, oh yeah, we totally screwed this one up. We should have said this. And like, he would not be that honest, unfortunately. Oh, holy hell. Uh, thanks. <laughs> Sam, uh. This is, the the best, this is the be- one of the best lines. It's definitely the right arm. <laughs> 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 UN ambassadors in Portugal. <laughs> My bad. Okay, my bad. <laughs> I love Sam. I love Sam to pieces. I'm sorry, there's a like thing. Giving the illusion of being important. It's like like I could go and I would have could have to give a speech and I could be like like, Ryan, call me at one thirty, and he calls me at one thirty, and then I look important because I'm like, I have a thing. I have to take care of. Well, no, my favorite thing is the episode where Bartlett's trying to choose the vice president, and he's sitting in there with the most boring guy alive who could keel at any second, and he told his secretary to interrupt him after five minutes, and he runs out, and he's like, I told you to interrupt after five minutes! You've only been in there three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I did that once. I was supposed to interrupt someone, and I totally screwed him over, just left him in there for two Nice. Yeah, yeah, like, he would never be saying, you know, the president said the Leary should apologize, but, you know, we didn't want him to. And he would never, it was the president, you know, is right. And unfortunately, politics just isn't there at this point to be actually honest to people. Right. Because I was about to step up to the plate. <gasps> dun dun dun. They need GPS. Okay. They need my little man. P.S. Your little man sent you to Montreal. Bonjour. <laughs> that is a very fair point. My friend, um, my friend Tonks has a GPS that is John Cleese leading her around, which is really cool. It's like, huh, you have reached your destination. No, I will not help you carry your bags. Well, my GPS is I was driving to New York to retrieve my wife. As I'm driving in, was screaming. Turn left, bear right. No! <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> That's pretty rough. Oh, she's angry. Oh, yeah, she's very upset. She is like five seconds away from doing talk to the hand. <laughs> <laughs> Look at her arms flailing about. Look at this. Thank God she's not the Secretary of Defense. We could be in some trouble. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, like, literally backing away from my television right <laughs> Like, this woman is the one who gives the poor vouchers. Like, I'm, I must be saving a ton of... 
Secretary O'Leary is very upset. Ooh, this That's shaking Mary, I think you've met your match. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, Leo's just like, um, no, sit down, shut up. That's why I love Leo. Yeah. He's just like, mm, no, this is how we do it, and I'm sorry that you're pissed, but deal with it. So this is like every meeting I've ever had with Jen. <laughs> Does do Jen's arms flail about when she gets angry? Don't cry for three minutes after he fires your ass. This is because Jeb Bartlett said she needs to apologize. Now we can't say, yeah, sorry, I changed my mind. Right. What on God's green earth is with that haircut? I'm sorry, it looks like... I don't even... It kind of looks like somebody just pushed a really heavy book down on top of her head so that the whole back is flat. It's like, I'm just I'm just watching the scene here, it's... It's pretty bad. It, it sucks, because she was right, and the president agrees with her, but she's gonna apologize anyway, and... Well, if that were the real world, she either would've been fired, or if you're dealing with the current president, she would've been promoted, but... <laughs> For sure. We're, gonna, we're just going to be as political as all hell over here on the Popo Exchange. This, this isn't your grandmother's perfect weekly. Oh, God, everyone set up. I have woke now. Whatever your chest. Watch this next one. This is my best one. Hold on. <laughs> you I was amusing myself. Watch right here. <laughs> CJ, <laughs> cancel the briefing. Look at me. I love this. I can't even say briefing. Have you told me you've seen this before? <laughs> You're gonna wrap up O'Leary. Oh, that's Not funny. Why. <laughs> I love you it. She's considering it. Do it. You're really thinking I can do it? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> you really think I could do it? Like she's about to go out there. <laughs> no, I do not. Hot stuff. Hustle and hostilities call for. Well, sure, if that were true. Uh, I just wanted to make you safe all the time. I love Josh. I really do. I would seriously send, like... Josh Lavin coming at you with a 2 o'clock briefing. <laughs> Why is that we hard not to destroy us? <laughs> Can I just tell you... You should say that you got I don't like to throw body. this around, but I've taken economics. I've taken many economics classes. I know of absolutely no secret plan to fight inflation, so... 
This is good to know. Uh, hold on. Danny's going to be Danny's just like, no. Me and Paradre never helps in an argument. Uh-oh. Neither is using the word coddle. <laughs> Not your girlfriend. Oh, Josh. Oh, throw Josh, your stools around. <laughs> Good luck, ass face. <laughs> Where's the <laughs> Everything's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You sure you want your one question to be that stupid? Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> I love Gail. I just want to point out Gail's awesome. Gail's like 27 years old now. Maybe, but she's pretty sweet. <laughs> <laughs> CJ, she's just so powerless. Pretend the question was never asked. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> get away. Oh, never answer a question about inflation. Never answer a question about inflation. Uh, not too late. <laughs> they need a Helen Thomas in there. Mm. Helen Thomas is 90 years old. She's been in the, pre- the press course since, the White House press course since, I think, 1950. Her opening question is always, why is the president such a jackass? Nah, that's awesome. And she's 90, so what are you going to do? Like, shoot her? You can't do it. Oh, here we go. (laughs) 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 Poor CJ. Excellent summary there, Josh. That's pretty much when we basically fucked up. This was pretty much Jen on any weekend I've left her in charge of the forum. Apparently you can bum a secret on Air Force One. I don't think I've ever been at a university lecture as well attended as that one. Yeah, I guess if you like foreheads, I mean. Mm, True enough. I'm trying to figure out, like, if I were gay, what West Wing character I'd want. Um, I don't know why I'm thinking of this now, but Josh is just so aggravating me. The only thing I can come up with is I think I'd be a Toby guy. I would be a Sam guy. In fact, I'm a Sam guy. If you if you, if you two were gay, what do you think, Don or a CJ? Um, I don't know. I think I would probably go for Mrs. Landingham. <laughs> I'll take CJ. Love to see a road trip about these guys. <laughs> I would love that. That'd be like the best spin-off ever. Is there a well a West Week Connecticut? I believe there is. I wonder if that's your police station. Uh, I cannot I place this guy. 
Okay, this would never happen. Is this a joke? I can't please the watch, Commander. Neither should I. No, it's on the tip of my tongue. Oh, you know what? I got him. I think I'll know when I see him. <laughs> I think we wound up in Bridgeport. Bridgeport. <laughs> Dude, danger Bridgeport is a dangerous place to end off. I'm just saying. Where is Wellesley? I want Wesley. I want to say that it exists. But I don't know that it does. He would never, ever, 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 ever say that. Uh, as it turns out, Wesley, Connecticut does not exist. Oh. I made love up this city. line, right? This is perfect timing. <laughs> You're going to want to get that. That'll be the uh, governor of Connecticut. Good thing they didn't name the governor of Connecticut, because it would have dated them. And then we would have to mock them years later. Well, he's also done a stint in, you know, federal prison, so... True. Not our current governor. No, I hear she's just a lovely person. Oh, yeah. She's just wonderful. She reminds me of her character from Babylon 5, who annoys the hell out of me. Hmm. <laughs> She's <laughs> just, just like, she's just like, kill herself. Why is he keeping it a secret? <laughs> <laughs> He's actually schmitzing. I just love the look, look on Jenny's face. This is great. Oh <laughs> <laughs> my god. The best line of the series right here. <laughs> it's the best line in all of the West Wing, I think. Go into your office and come up with a secret plan to fight inflation! You completely I love it. Hold on, listen for Toby in the background. <laughs> Have you fallen and hit your like head? Toby should Have talk. you fallen and hit your head on something hard? Toby's per, uh, first press conference in uh, season six. Mm -hmm. I don't remember what happened. Um, the president is going to send C.J. Craig into Israel to swat at suicide bombers with her purse. <laughs> and all you see is yeah. whoosh and Josh just running down the hallway to yank him away from the podium. <laughs> and into the face. <laughs> I pity anyone listening to this podcast now because it's just me and Julia laughing our asses off while PS is laughing her asses off with a cell phone. It's awesome. Hey, it's pretty funny. Oh my god.
too bad Mike's not here to like ask who Martin Sheen is in the middle <laughs> of the podcast. He'd be asking me to explain stagflation right about now. <laughs> that's how Leo just like does not have time to hear CJ I think it's hilarious and awesome <laughs> it's not Amish cuts <laughs> Please, Leo. <laughs> I swear to God, <laughs> it needs to be briefed. <laughs> the hell's the president doing in New Orleans? I know, but the hell's in New Orleans right now? Unfortunately, it's underwater. But well, yeah, but it wasn't at the time. It's the here's here. the question: Wouldn't they go with him? Who the hell's with them in New Orleans? Everyone's here. <laughs> Can you just lay out how much I love that, like, what? Smile on Leo's face just then. I love this. You are going to be there with me in every way imaginable. <laughs> but no, seriously, what the, who is he in New Orleans with? Like, his entire staff was here for a press briefing and they sent him on a plane? They saw what I... happened the last time they let him talk to people on his own. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Perhaps. Yeah, because he was there that morning, wasn't he? Yes. Yeah. So what the hell is he doing in New Orleans? That's why I say it must be Mardi Gras. Eh, must be. He's gonna come back with beads around his neck. Yeah, I actually think that he went to Phoenix Rising, and that must be what it is. Okay, please tell me that one of you knows what the hell Phoenix Rising is and at least I found that moment funny. I know, I know what Phoenix Rising is. Alright, here we have Admiral Bill Adama of the Battlestar Galactica. Now he, he's in, he is in the brig on the Battlestar Galactica. They have brigs on the Battlestar Galactica, don't they? They do. They there do you go. Indeed. Now, can I just point out, in the following skit, I will be played by Charlie Young, and Libby Chi will be played by Judd Bartlett. <laughs> well, perhaps this wouldn't happen so often if you would, you no, know, no, text sorry. at 7 in the morning. I'm sorry. In the following skit, picture it at 4 o'clock in the morning. Lady Chi will be played by Charlie Young, and I am the president. This is what it's huh. like working with Chi on the MLES staff of Perfect Weekly Forum. You know, I would say that that makes sense, except you're usually the one to wake her up, aren't you? No, she, yeah. called me, she calls me at 3 o'clock in the morning to bring up issues that I may wish to be aware of. Huh. And do you usually want to be aware of them? Well, let's see what happens. Okay. Alright, so the time is 4.30 in the morning. She has not gone to bed yet. Oh, but she has her coffee, though, so it's okay. So oh, there you are. There. I'm like, the hell is that? 
<laughs> He's so obnoxious. <laughs> I love this. 30 a.m. in the morning. In the morning? <laughs> no, it's 6.30 p.m. in the evening. Like, it's 6.30 a.m. in the evening. She's talking like he's a kindergartner. Yes. <laughs> Followed by your intelligence. He's been hanging in there pretty good so far, I thought. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't a nightmare. I love that. It wasn't a nightmare. You really are the president. <laughs> get up now. And back to bed he goes. Yeah. Once he hangs this up. Is, this is exactly what would happen to me. He was summoned immediately. You expect him to show up within the hour. He went antiquing. Well, Connecticut has some lovely antiques. He's in Canada. Yeah, but, you know, it's on the way. Oh, that's true. It's on the way as much as Montreal is on the way to Boston. Where the hell do you go antiquing in Connecticut? Um, there are actually a few shops in New Haven. They're not so great. I don't know where else. If I you, tell you, I was mildly perhaps you should. You can go to um, Stars Hollow if you watch Gilmore Girls, and go to visit Mrs. Kim. Like an episode of the Twilight Zone. All right, this is me trying to wake Daniela before noon. I have to ask, who wakes someone up with constant poking like this? <laughs> no you put your hand over them and you push. You don't poke them. <laughs> <laughs> You're committing a federal crime. <laughs> what did you do? The first lady isn't naked. Awesome. Wasn't there, like, the episode right after Jed Bartlett gets reelected, where, um, Abby is pretty much half-naked and, like, half the staff shows up? Or Sam shows up. Yeah, Sam shows up, and then Toby shows Mr. up, and then Pres- Leo comes in. Hello, Mr. President. Oh, God, Sam. Oh, God. Hi, Sam. Yes. Hi, oh, basement. At least he doesn't have far to go to get to work. The following, by the way, is Lady Chi showing up for every podcast. <laughs> Neither of the pinkulars wore off. And here we have Matt. <laughs> look, at, look at Leo. He honestly could not care. He's not even <laughs> listening. He's already moved on to the budget meeting at nine. Yeah. And here's Lady Cheese showing up for every episode of Father Fick Weekly. <laughs> There's something freakish about you. <laughs> That's seriously her opening <laughs> line every podcast. <laughs> I think this has to be my favorite scene in all of the West Wing right here. Mm, it's pretty good. <laughs> Look at Josh staring at the carpet. <laughs> He's so no one knows. <laughs> Toby. <laughs> <laughs> Toby, always helpful to supply the word.
<laughs> Not really. Who did? I did. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Look at his face. We're going to be reading today about your secret plan to fight inflation. I love this. I love the logic chain. I have a secret plan. No. <laughs> you told the press I have a secret plan. <laughs> yes, I did do that. I did not do that. Except yes, I did do that. I love please hold time out. Stampede of bison. <laughs> You're not taking a day off ever. <laughs> I love this right here. Is it all right? He keeps the plan a secret. No. <laughs> Not only did you invent a secret plan, but I don't support it. <laughs> I just. Josh has just been totally pwned. <laughs> That's awesome. Kick the crap out of Josh. <laughs> it's broken again, Leo. <laughs> well, technically, Jed said she should apologize. It wasn't Leo. True. But Leo is the one that made her do it. Leo is like the attack dog that does his dirty work. Jed said to do it. Mom, President said. You coming in from Neptune? <laughs> 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 Watch everyone's expression when he says the antiquing. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he's <laughs> now he's giving math lessons. I love how he's down there. He's like, I was, I like went to New Orleans. I remember getting on the plane. <laughs> oh, I don't think the show ever captures this level of just fun. The later seasons are like an explanation, or they're they're. A, a case study on presidential campaigns and you know the relationships involved and how it, what it's like to go back to your old job and not to work there anymore and all this stuff this is just fun it's like the census is fun I mean that's the theme of the first season of the show right. get out Well, sure, if by antiquing you mean an incarceration, yeah. It's technically pre-trial. Ah. He's not incarcerated, he's not been sentenced. Good to know. Mm -hmm. Is that where you get the one phone call? 
Yes. God knows who we called. I like Mendoza. Is it green or is that the light? It's the light. Well, the thing with Mendoza is when they talk about the Supreme Court in later episodes, they talk about how the Chief Justice, who's like 85, is the only real liberal voice on the bench, which implies that Mendoza shifted to the right. Uh-oh. Or they forgot he existed. There are definitely some areas of Connecticut where that would happen. so difficult because he wants they have a job for him where he can literally have more impact on the country than a president ever could and he wants to make a statement about getting pulled over in Connecticut and it's he's thinking of, of, of the act and the meaning of the act and what the act causes to society he's thinking of the most purest form of racism and they want him to think about huge picture of this, you know, monumental impact he can have on the country, and it's like microcosm, macrocosm. It's so interesting to see the two characters. And this is interesting for Toby, too. I think even Mike said this last week. Toby is the guy who says fight the idea. He says that right. to CJ later in the show, fight the idea, when she's accused of, well, I shouldn't say accused, but she's, uh, it's it's hinted strongly that she is a lesbian pushing a lesbian agenda or a gay agenda in the White House, and she is right. called to respond, and you fight the symbol. It's it's like this is Toby with a splash of Josh right now. I think there's not enough people in the world to have a splash of Josh. And if we can just bottle Josh and just splash it on people. Look at that right there. My wife and kids, I, I wouldn't want them to see my humiliation. Yeah. Yeah, nothing about that that doesn't suck. Let's just sit here. You can kick these guys' ass in the court. Yeah. Sam and the Dan Coffee. I, I like I like this, these parts where Sam is talking to a guy. Yeah. Do you know missile codes and that sort of thing? Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't even know what the missiles are. Oh, doesn't matter. Don, I believe, I believe, thought they were coming out of the Rose Garden. Yes. Turns his back on. Awesome. I feel compelled to take another moment to just point out how much I love Aaron Sorkin's dialogue. That, like, whole scene 
just happened was pretty awesome and, and fantastic. <laughs> I, I do love that though that Toby thinks ahead that you're going to apologize to his son because he and that is where the splash of Josh kind of evaporates he knew that he made Mendoza take a hit and Toby himself took a hit by suggesting it so he had to make up for that somewhere right <laughs> you're killing me seriously Oh, good God. Hopefully no one in that room is listening. Yeah, seriously. Let's hope you didn't have the volume on too loud. Well, here's the thing. They're never going to tell that's Like, this is the part. Like, that story would never be told. Right. That's okay. It's fiction. He's, just, he's saying right there, there's something I can't tell you. That, like, every senator would say, tell me the story before I vote. Yeah, and that's that's the PS. They're asking questions there. Alright, so that concludes Celestial Navigation, one of the funniest, yet probably poignant episodes of the first season of The West Wing, because it's, it's, you know, And that's why The West Wing is so great. It is. It's, it's, you got the whole secret plan to fight inflation, but you've also got a guy named Roberto Mendoza who is arrested because his name is Roberto Mendoza. Right. Are you kidding me? Her name is Pretty College Student in the credits. Seriously? Like, like, was there an ugly college student that was also cast? Like, there are a, a couple of episodes like this that I really like. Like, Take the Sabbath Day, which we're not doing, is the ultimate juxtaposition of funny and not funny at all in one episode. Because, like, in that episode, Josh is running around in Sam's fell weather gear and he's hungover. In the same episode, Bartlett has to execute someone. Well, Bartlett doesn't it. actually execute someone himself. He Right, he has he, to. Bartlett is an enabler. Although I still want to know how the priest knew about the Quaker in that one. But that's a discussion for another time. Indeed. So with that, we will see you guys back for another episode of The West Wing. There's like 178 of them, so we'll be back. Have a good night, everybody. Night, guys. It's my favorite. One of my. Julia loves it so much. She's smacking her microphone. I'm sorry. I I really don't know what the hell's going on. What? What? Like, is it? Because, like, right there, it's like doing it like every couple seconds. It's like this. Like the whole. I honestly got have no idea what it is. Because it literally is like that. It really shouldn't be because I don't hear it moving. Sure, it's me. Sure, it's me. Sure, it's me.